Welcome to Sastery in the Making, the podcast that features the people who made the software world what it is today and the leaders who are shaping the future of technology. Here's your host, Matt Wallach. Hey, 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 I have a great question for you. Are you wondering how the best companies are using video as a key marketing strategy? Or what about another one? Maybe you want to learn about why you should consider a video funnel as one of your key strategies. Or maybe you want to learn how you can best repurpose your content and get the most out of it. We're going to talk all things video and video marketing today. I am thrilled to be joined by my guest, Kate Scavish, who is the co-founder and CVO of Wave.Video. Kate, how are you doing? I'm fine. I'm thrilled to be on your podcast. I'm thrilled to have you here as well. Let me tell you all a little bit about Kate. She is awesome. As I mentioned, she's the co-founder and CBO of Wave.Video. That's a platform that helps you make and repurpose videos for social media, websites, blogs, and lots of things. It's really, really neat what they're doing over there. And she knows her stuff when it comes to startups and getting companies off the ground and really getting them going in the tech world. She's formerly a co-founder and a CMO at Animatron. And she holds a master's degree in applied mathematics, which makes her an expert at KPIs. She really knows her stuff when it comes to the metrics and the numbers. So once again, Kate, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for the fantastic introduction. I love it. (laughs) Good. My pleasure. Well, I'm really interested. Can you please tell me a little bit about what you guys have been doing over at Wave.Video lately? And and really what's coming up for you in the future. Okay, overall, we are a platform again for making and repurposing videos. And um, we're always doing a lot of stuff. And our platform designed to make marketers create and repurpose video fast, easy, and the video should look professionally when they're done in our platform. That's our goal. What we've done uh, lately, uh, we created a hosting part for our business. And now you can upload your videos, you can edit part of it to promote across social medias. And for every video you upload to a platform, we automatically generate video landing page, which is awesome because you can send a link to this page in email. You can embed it into your blog. You can embed it into your website. So it creates so much more uh, ways how you can repurpose your video and incorporate it along customer journey. So it's really helpful. And today, actually, we released after captions, which might sound like an old news for somebody, but on our platform, you can add after captions in style. That's the difference. So you can choose karaoke style. You can choose your brand style where you can use your brand's fonts, colors, colors for background and everything to make your video branded and make them more recognizable by, by your crowd and stand out on social media feed. Wow, that's really cool. Congrats on the new release. Thank you. So you mentioned karaoke style. Is that where the words are there and the color kind of goes across the word? Mm-hmm. And you can choose your brand's colors and uh, that helps to understand. And for me, for example, it's a big thing. I'm really excited about it because I have an accent and this captions will help my audience to understand what I'm saying. And it also will help me to do local things in the other countries because we have like 200 uh, different languages. We support 200 different languages. And even if I speak English, I can have uh, my captions in Spanish, for example, which I don't speak. (laughs) (laughs) Another great opportunity to broaden your reach on social. 
That's fantastic. And just for everybody out there, Kate is originally from Russia and made her way over here. What brought you over here, Kate, over in America? Uh, just curiosity. I came here with my husband just to explore the world. 20 years ago, then I liked it. We stayed here and I, I have no plans to leave. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, she mentioned she's in Boston, which is a great city. So really love that place. But what I want to ask you is, how did the idea of Wave.video come to be? It came out of struggle, as usually with me. At some point, uh, we were in animation business three and a half years ago, and market demanded to post videos often. And it took so much time to make videos that it just wasn't sustainable. And I came to our team and said, like, okay, market demands videos. Why don't we guys do something about it? What marketers really need is ability to place text on video in style, to add graphics, to add call to action, how we can make software which allows to do just that very fast and efficient, very focused on this purpose. Again, uh, reformatting, we have 30 plus formats now. So we start to work on it and uh, the product just took off. Because it's cool. on the market at that time. Yeah, yeah. It, it, well, it's definitely needed. I can see why it took off. Uh, and one of the things that your application does really, really well is it helps with repurposing. And I want to make sure that our listeners understand what that is. Because I think too many times... And me, I was guilty of it. I think I do a better job now. I don't think I'm perfect at it now with all my content. But too many times, people produce a piece of content. They produce a video and they think, that's it. We got a good piece of content out. But repurposing helps you get more of that and gets it on other platforms. Can you explain a little bit about what repurposing is and then maybe some of the best ways it can be done? Mm -hmm. Yes, of course. For example, brand invested a lot of efforts into creating content. And some of the content pieces works perfectly. And using our research, we know that content creators spend 25% of the time, marketers in general, right? On creating content and then the rest of the time on distribution of the content. So distribution takes way more time. That's why repurposing comes handy here. If you already created content that sells well, that converts well, it makes sense to place this content everywhere where your customers are across all your marketing channels. For example, you have a blog and that blog brings a lot of traffic, but you also want to place teasers or promotions of that blog across all social channels, social media, probably in email, so where everywhere you can reach your potential clients. Because, you know, if they come to this blog, they will buy your product, right? And uh, this is the moment when videos come handy. You create a promotional piece for your selling blog, and then you put it in emails, in Instagram, wherever your clients are. Same could be for your YouTube videos. If if um, not all your audience come to YouTube, to your channel, right? So you want to bring them there. For that purpose, you create teasers and promotions and uh, just distribute it across your marketing channels to bring all your crowd to the video which sells because that's the end of the journey. Absolutely. I definitely need to do a better job of that. So how are the best companies incorporating video into their content marketing plans overall? Overall, uh, video works best on every step of the customer journey. So companies start to really take advantage of videos. And it's not only brand awareness, it's um, all steps, including even advantage of existing customers who give you testimonials, which you can use to gain trust 
again and it works as a circle. You start with promoting your product on social, then you gain some customers and they give you testimonials and then you reuse them to bring more customers who will trust existing customers who's happy with your product. So that's sort of um, even real, <laughs> if you think about it. You can start to make spinning using videos on every funnel. I think it's great. It's a great cycle that you can get going once you get it started. I think the video testimonials are so powerful. I mean, it's much, much more powerful in my view than a text testimonial. So I always recommend to my clients, hey, when you get a good client, when you deliver what you've promised and they see results, make sure, make sure, make sure that you get that video testimonial out of them and then get that all over because it can be much more powerful to convincing somebody to work with you than even an ROI calculator or something like that. That video testimonial is hugely powerful. So I'm glad you're helping with that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's, that's how you can take advantage of your community, which you invest into. Mm-hmm. Because they also help to sell your products. So true. So true. So I, I heard this idea of a video funnel. So I want to understand what is a video funnel and how does it differ from, say, a traditional marketing funnel? It's very similar to traditional marketing funnel uh, with the only difference it works better because it has videos on every step of the funnel. And as you know, with videos, could be even testimonials, every time it can go viral. And then your funnel becomes not like funnel in traditional view, but it's kind of grow in the middle, in the end, and brings more customers in. That's how it's different. That's great. And are you seeing results with you and and your customers who are using that and incorporating this? What types of results are they getting from using a video funnel versus a regular funnel? Well, of course, they see results right away when they start incorporating videos compared to any other type of content. um, Videos bring better results. They're much easier consumed by customers. It's just more natural for people to consume video versus actively reading your blogs or other type of content. Of course, it brings results, especially if you do it consistently and if you have a strategy how to strategically place different types of video which pulls your clients down this mm-hmm. video funnel. That makes a lot of sense. So you guys have grown this company really quickly and, and you've gotten it to be very successful. You've done it before at other companies. What are some of the tips that you can offer our listeners about building their companies to scale and being able to get to that next level quickly? I think the most important part is to start small and really focus on very small niche uh, with very particular uh, problem which you can solve really well, so much better than any other competitors. And then you have a really solid base of advocates you can grow, start to grow from there. So it's much better to be a bigger fish in a small pond than small fish in a big pond. And that's my advice. Start small. And uh, when you dominate your small market, then you can start to grow. Very true. I, I like that. I think that's small. And I think along with that, really make sure and people are like, oh, I want to go global. I want to be able to make sure you dominate your own market, your own, your own region first. And make sure you really get an understanding and get that product market fit. And then you can build the foundation and you can build the ability for growth, the revenues that can support the growth to be able to go into other regions and go global. So I've always been an advocate absolutely for starting small and and making sure you prove it out, making sure you get to where you need to be. 
and bang, now you can start to scale, start to get that exponential growth. I want to ask you, because you've done a great job over there of leading the team, what characteristics do you see as most important for being a great leader? Of course, integrity. I think it's important for every human being. Uh, But on top of that, inspiring people around you and uh, listening to them and empowering them. Personal growth or any type of growth. I think it's really important for company leader and um, sometimes inspiring people not only on your team, but people in your community as well and learning from your community, learning what your customers want, what they need and why and how you can support their needs better. It's very important to keep this two-way communications. Yeah, I love what you're saying here. And empowering is so important because First of all, make sure that you're finding the right people. Make sure you bring the right types of people on board. And once you do, then empower them. If they're the right people, if they're going to help you grow, if they're really good at what you brought them on for, give them that autonomy. Make sure they understand they have your full support so that they can go out and do what you want them to do, what you hired them for. And of course, there's going to be some things that they don't do exactly like you want them to. Of course, there's going to be some times where they make a couple of mistakes. But Great leaders that I've seen, they've been able to forgive them for those little mistakes and then coach them and get them to make sure that they're not making the same mistake twice. But that empowerment, I agree totally, Kate. That is super, super important. So I'm so glad you said it. Uh, That's great. Everything that you said, I can repeat it again. And of course, giving people right uh, for mistake is very, you know, crucial for this empowerment because they, if they feel they can make mistake, then they start to experiment and they start to bring extra on the table. And that's important to have this ability to make mistake, not only for yourself, because entrepreneurs do, because we experiment all the time, but also for your team members. So true. That's where real growth happens. I mean, they're going to grow. And because they're experimenting, doing some of these other things that you may not have thought of, your company's going to grow. So well said there, for sure. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. So... This has been a great discussion, Kate. I've really enjoyed it. I've learned a lot. I hope everybody else has learned a lot out there. How shall our audience learn more about what you are doing over at wave.video? No, of course. Um, The best way is to visit our website, wave.video. We have news on that. We also have very active Facebook group and uh, Facebook channel, wave.video community. That's how you can find us. And uh, we have experts coming to educate our community every other week. We have a lot of educational, supportive questions. Community is great. There are a lot of agencies. They help each other find clients. They help each other to figure out the best video strategies and stuff like that. So I really encourage everyone to come to our community and to enjoy it. And um, me personally, you can contact to me at uh, linkedin.com. Kate Skavish. I really like to grow my network and uh, I like new connections. That's perfect. And we'll put all that in the show notes as well. So for anybody listening on the podcast, you will see it listed there. You can just click there and get what you want. But once again, we've been talking with Kate Skavish from Wave.Video. Kate, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for inviting me. It's been my pleasure. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure for me as well. And for everybody else, make sure that you're subscribing. We're always talking with industry experts, getting you the best, most actionable tips and help so that you can be better. Make sure you subscribe so that you can get notified of new episodes when they come out. That way you can get the best level of help. So that's it for us. This was Sastry in the Making. Again, I am Matt Wallach, and we will see you next time. Take care. 
Thank you for listening to Sastery in the Making. Join us next episode for another look into how today's visionaries are creating the next generation of innovation.